Hi, and welcome back to Showing Up Whole, the place where we discuss balance in mind, body, heart, and spirit in every aspect of your life. I think we need to talk about some scatteredness, scattered focus, mindset, and how to deal with overwhelm. And welcome back. You know, it's the time of year where everyone is facing a sense of scattered attention, but I think this year has been really, really taking the cake with this concept. Overwhelm seems to be the name of the game for 2020, or at least it has been, and let's hope that's released for 2021. But let's discuss how to actually call back focus. You know, in modern day times, we have everything pulling at our attention. We can have social media pulling us on one way. We can have our kids pulling us on the other. You can have your business or news chatter or the neighbor or whatever is grabbing at you. We are living in a highly intense, energized time where energy flows wherever your attention is. And quite frankly, if your attention's everywhere, your energy is going to flow in all directions as well. So how do you call back the energy that is thrown to every direction of your life? How do you find that center? The first step, of course, within that is actually to remind yourself that you need focus. And in some ways, you can actually find that that's the hardest step. Simply because when your attention is scattered in all directions, the first question falls into, well, what do I put my attention on? If I'm going to focus, surely I need to focus on one direction, not the band. But if you are putting your attention on a direction, one focus, then what do you pick? And immediately the the process of introducing that concept, you're going to find yourself scattered in all those directions. A good example of that is a good to-do list, right? And I can totally claim that I fall victim to this on a regular basis. I will write my to-do list down of all the different aspects of things that I need to deal with. The list get longer and longer as I attempt to focus on what needs to be done. And then I look at the to-do list and I ask, what do I do first? How do I claim the focus? And it's only when you actually dive into one that you can actually claim that attention and you can feel all of your focus gather and direct onto that one aspect of life. It's the same too when you have a decision to make. Say you're trying to decide one question. And if you ever watch your mind when that happens, you you observe it as the thoughts flow to the question. And then in before actually making a decision based on that question, you might jump to another question that supports that one question and then jump to another and jump to another. Realizing again that your attention is being thrown in all directions and finding an actual aligned decision gets lost somewhere in the fog. Focus, attention intention and claiming your mind. There's a few different practices that I've found really, really helpful in this. 
And uh, whenever I mention these with clients or I work them in workshops, it's amazing how they quickly become habitual for anyone who hears them because I think we're all craving processes of focus. You know, you look through planners or journals or diaries and it's, it's bullet journaling or focus finding or how do you focus? And so often it can seem like so much work, but I find that it actually do, does have to take place in your mind. Focus And actually, that's an interesting space to take that. Focus is your brain's activity. It it is something that you do do with your mind. Now, once you focus your mind and your thoughts within that focus, the energy can then flow to back it up. But if, like at the moment, we can all feel scattered that our brains can't actually focus on that one thing, spiritually, emotionally, and energetically, we cannot find a place to anchor. So therefore, finding that focus within your mind does become the priority. I was going to say focus, but there you go. So this exercise I'm going to introduce you is something that you can really pull out whenever you are feeling that scattered attention that scattered focus, when you literally feel pulled in every direction. And actually, it's going to use that feeling of pulled in every direction to your advantage because it's going to help with this visual. So this is called the octopus. And anyone who's listening to this and who has worked for me for any period of time sighs in relief and goes, oh yes, the octopus. So this exercise is called the octopus. And I love this visual because it really does remind me of my own mind and it often helps with other people as well. So imagine an octopus. You imagine this octopus and you imagine its tentacles stretched out in all directions. Now, for the moment, imagine you're an octopus and you have your tentacles stretched out in eight different directions. And within that, give some space and time to imagining what those tentacles are reaching out to. So every tentacle is a different focus in your life. So you can have your work tentacle. It can be the household duties tentacle. It can be what's for dinner tentacle. It can be your children's tentacle. It can be your... mm, car in the shop tentacle, or there can also be someone you're worried about. It can be a tentacle that's reserved for media or things that you might be concerned about or things that are calling your attention there. Now you stand there in this surrounded by these outstretched arms and these arms seem to be taking all of the energy away from your core center. They stretch out all around you. Now, close your eyes for a moment and actually imagine this sensation, the sensation of your arms stretched out in all directions. Sometimes when I work this exercise, I will actually get people to draw a circle on a page and as, a, as an octopus and then have lines coming out of that circle of stretching out and then write on the piece of paper a focus or concern or stress or something that's grabbing at you for every arm. Now, 
You see the tentacles around you. You see these focuses pulled in all directions. You can feel the pressure building within you of, of all of these things that you're trying to stretch and stretch yourself out to reach. But here's the thing. When you initially thought of an octopus, you didn't just see tentacles. In fact, although we all know that an octopus has eight arms, and you're taught that from a young age, the truth is, is that you always see the, tentacle, the, the octopus as a whole. You always see the big blobby center. So, you don't define an octopus by its arms, and so too are you not defined by your scattered to-do lists. So, within one moment, you take a deep breath. Attention scattered out in all of the focuses of those tentacles directions. And then within that deep breath, you turn your attention back to center. To your core. To who you are. To your heart. If you want, if you do this physically and you actually outstretch your arms like that, you can pull your heart's your hands back in and hold onto your heart. Put the hands on your heart and call yourself to your core. Breathe deeply within that space, that space of that core center. And as you breathe there, ask for one single word. One word that reminds you of this sensation. I find it fascinating the words that participants to this come up with. I've heard everything from just a simple, well, me, this is me. Um, I've had center. I've had calm. There's even been sacredness or wholeness. And within that, that is the real you. That person, that is the person that can do all of the things that are on that to-do list without giving herself away to those focuses. And you're going to find that when you function from this whole perspective, this whole space, when you're feeling centered within this moment, you're not going to have to worry about what order you do your to-do list. Rather, it's just going to flow. You'll know the right steps to take You'll know the directions to put your attention. You'll know what priorities things take. And you'll be doing it from a whole perspective. Okay, so uh, that that's one of my very favorite exercises to call attention back. I find that the visual of that, the space of, of imagining those scattered attentions remind us that that's exactly what it is, is scattered attentions. And it's literally things pulling at you. I mean, if you go with the sea image, it's almost like coral and reefs pulling at you, pulling at you. But there's another process that you can do. And, and this one actually has come up for me a lot uh, through 2020. I, I use it often. And 
it reminds me that I'm not in this alone. Because so often in self-help and in self-development, we create a mindset that makes it just about our own functionings. What am I thinking about? What am I focusing on? What am I attracting? What am I appreciating? What am I doing? What should I do better? What, et cetera, et cetera. Again, octopus tentacles kind of come in there somewhere. But still, the truth is, is that it's vital to remember that there is a huge energy force, however you want to see that, flowing to you to surround you and support you. You are not in this alone. And when your attention is scattered in all directions, there is a a tendency to not let the help in. So with that in mind, the process that I love to to do and which I developed over the summer was what I call the box. Don't you love these names? Okay, so the box is a gift that you make. And I tend to do it mm, before my meditation, usually as I find it clears the, the plate a little bit. So I sit down for my meditation and I imagine between my arms a box. Bearing in mind, I do have a theater background. So as someone who had to make little boxes and walk through imaginary doors in improv class, this comes naturally to me. Don't worry if it doesn't come naturally to you. So I imagine a box in front of me and I can see the shape of the box. I'm literally doing this beside the microphone right now. I imagine the box. And then from the air around me, I grab whatever is in my head. Whatever thoughts keep nagging at me. If I'm concerned about something, I imagine grabbing that something and like grabbing a feather from the air um, or, or something that's floating by. I imagine grabbing it and I put it in the box. If there's something that's really troubling me, something that needs to get done, right? Something that I'm feeling a lot of pressure for and it's just nagging at me all the time. I imagine swooping that up as a whole project and throwing it in the box. Uh, If I am missing something or longing for something, if something is just keeps just pulling at my, my heartstrings immediately as well, they get gathered up and popped in the box. I put other people in there. I put opportunities in there. Um, there's no judgment of whether this is a negative experience or a bad, a, a positive experience that I'm putting in there. They all go in. And then as I see this box filling up with different aspects of my life, I imagine putting a lid on it. And then I imagine putting, maybe wrapping it up in beautiful wrapping paper. I imagine tying it with a beautiful bow And then I take a very deep breath and I let go of all of these aspects of my life and I put them into this box and I let them be there without claiming them back. And then I imagine passing it over to the universe. I take that box of anything that's pulling at me and I pass it over. I let it over to the universal manager. Now, every single person listening to this, when I mention universal manager, will have a different 
image in their mind. You will have a different relationship with that, your own personal relationship. And I want to encourage you to just go with that. This is not about defining what the universal manager is. And my goodness, we can totally look at something like that later on in a different podcast episode. This is about knowing that the universe has your back. And you are not sent here to resolve all the world's problems or to keep watch on every single one of those aspects. Rather, your attention and your love can be attracted to some one of those things. And when it is, the universe is flowing right behind you. The universe is the energy that flows through to that focus. So when you give it attention and go, oh, I need to do that, the universe has it. You can take a deep breath knowing that the next logical step, the next best thing, the next uh, process that you need to do will flow through inspired action. And you'll know. So within that, you give your attention for a moment, you offer it up to the universe, and it aligns. Sometimes there's always things to do. Absolutely. There's always dishes and there's always food. But the wholeness that flows when we claim the energy behind it and we make a decision based not only in the knowledge that the universe is flowing through all questions, but also through all solutions. At the same time, we've drawn our attention from all of the things pulling at us all at once. And we've called ourselves center so we can show up fully in each question. There's a balance, there's a focus that comes in when you ignite spiritual connection within the gathering of your thoughts and finding balance and focus. The other thing I love about both these processes is they take seconds. You can get this down so they literally are seconds because I don't know about you, but I know for a very long period of time, anytime it was a question of, oh yeah, I really need to focus on that. And I really need to you know, write that list or do this process or do that process. My immediate homeostasis mind would tell me, well, you don't have time for that. You've got your attention on all these other things. You don't have time to sort them out. <laughs> the sweet irony. So within this, you can actually tell your mind, okay, there's too much going on and you're being pulled in way too many directions. So it is time to call focus. And you either do the octopus or you do the box or you do both. I would say practice the octopus first. But when times are too intense and the things that you might be feeling your tentacles pulled towards feel too out of your own control, out of your own ability to deal with, out of your own capacity, then pull out the box. Because the box is truly about passing it over to the universe that always has your back. And it's within that faith, that belief, that release, that you can truly find new focus and new balance. And it's when you create the centered, grounded wholeness where you'll be able to deal with whatever comes your way. We're headed into a busy time of the year. 
uh, as we head into the end of the year. And as we head into the end of the year, there can be so much scatteredness. We can feel so pulled in all the directions of what could have been or what might have been or what was. But knowing that you come here at this point in time with experiences and perspectives, and then you bring those into focus, assimilating them into your center, and then offering what you cannot deal with up to the universe, you're going to find that you have a deeper clarity and presence as you head into the winter time and this time of holiday seasons. It's, it's a vital thing to claim that as a priority because when you are focused and when you are grounded and centered, therefore then you can show up whole for all of the people in your life as well as yourself. Speaking of end of year, I did want to remind you that on December 29th, I will be holding my annual workshop, Creating an Intentional New Year. We'll be doing some work on releasing the year that was, as well as charting a course for the year that can be, and energetically aligning to who you are as you show up in that. So feel free to pop over to the website, spirituallyawareparenting.com, for more information about that. It's always really an exciting event and I'm really looking forward to it this year because there's so much to release. But so bearing that in mind and with all of this, love and light, everyone. Take care.